0: Hello, my name is Maris, and welcome to my show, Critical Root Zone, where we dig deep with inquiring minds to get to the root of sustainability, going below the surface to rebuild trust, while supporting all voices on our journey to a climate-positive planet. Welcome to CRZ, Ras Jaffe Judah.
1: Big up. Big up. Wagwan family. (laughs) Indeed, this is dope.
0: Which your your name. Thank you for having me by yeah, the way. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Period. We've been talking about this for a long time since we met. Which how long have we known each other now? So, A year it's, and a half? It's
1: 2023. A, a year
0: yeah. or like a year because we met in the Damn, summer last year, right?
1: We did. I feel like we met before. We met at Jackalope. Yeah. I think at NSS. At NSS. But it
0: was a summer, I feel like. It was. And it wasn't it had to be last year.
1: It, yeah. Because it Damn. wasn't that long ago. We do. You know what? We've been so active <laughs> since <laughs> the day we have linked up. It's like, dude, I feel like <laughs> I've been doing you for about almost four years. No Cap. Like, man, that's crazy. But we've been, we, man, we've did like a thousand events <laughs> since that day. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's solid. I yeah, love that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's special for sure. You're another like twin flame, man. You're just, you're. You're my brother, for real. I when I met you, I knew you. And there's there's people that I know in my life that just it clicks like that. So
1: overstood.
0: Right. Overstood. Uh,
1: kindred. I think they call it like kindred spirits.
0: Kindred spirits. Yeah. Yeah, man. We are. You're on my show today because we're uh we're gonna talk about your story and who you are today, mm-hmm. how you overcome th- your challenges and how Your life has led you to be in sustainability, in the, a steward of the earth. When I think of a steward of the earth, I think of you, like you say that often, Mm -hmm. being good stewards of the earth. I love that title, man, because we are, I feel like we're all, we are all earth guardians, man.
1: Indeed. Shout out,
0: shout out to Deep Tropics, Deep Culture. For real. We're about to, we're about to speak together. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like dreams, man, dreams. We get, we get to speak on our hearts and on sustainability this weekend for a fundraiser with deep culture. And man, that's just a dream. So, well, we worked, I'm thinking about the words after Red and I spoke about what work, every time I say work, I'm going to be thinking about it now, Red.
1: (laughs) Indeed. And We, we do a lot of purpose work.
0: We do. We, we've given ourselves. We've given ourselves and we continue to do it and it fills us actually. I Mm -hmm. I know I speak for myself, like it, it fills my cup. Thanks. And that whole idea that people are burned out or drained when they're working because they got to work versus fulfillment and being empowered by standing in your purpose, no matter how much money you're going to make from it, you're just doing it because it fills you. Your spirit is whole. And then all this energy is always with me. I mean, I'm just ready to go all the time. Thanks. There are times I need to rest. Thanks. We talked about that last episode. You, you have to listen to yourself because you're different. But everyone has a different but the same story because we're all humans going through all dif- these different experiences unique to ourselves. Thanks. But really the same because we're all, we're all struggling. We're all celebrating we are all doing the same thing in essence, growing, evolving. Working is, I think something that we're told we have to do. Mm-hmm. Society creates told, a lot of things. We're
1: programmed, you know, we're, uh, centralized in tradition. Yeah, we're, we're controlled, we're programmed, and centralized in tradition, you know, in America. So, yeah, yeah you know, uh, to not, Go with the flow of working that regular nine to five. Uh, we speaking about sustainability. Uh, engaging in things that don't bring you fulfillment. Engaging in things that doesn't that isn't in your alignment. Man, it's it's hard. You know, it's it's it takes so much to have a little bit. Living in Nashville. You Ooh. Know? It takes so much. It takes a whole lot to have a little bit. Mm. Whether that's a peace of mind, whether that's, you know, a place to lay your head, or whether that's a tribe to support your mission, values, and goals. It takes so much to have a little bit. Wow. Yeah. And it's exhausting. You know, it could be exhausting to an extent.
0: Uh, How did you get to this point, man? We talked about your story. When I first met you, we went and walked at Cornelia Park. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What a great day It was super windy With Samson With Samson (laughs) My little Maniac I love that dog I
1: feel like (laughs) Yo no care I feel like I'm like a Dr. Doolittle I really be feeling like I can talk to animals Same Or like I have some type of like I I think I have good energy You know what I'm saying No I feel like 100% 100%. I feel like When it comes to animals Dude it's
0: just Yeah It's just (laughs) an
1: experience Let's just say. But how do I how did I get here? How do I get to this? How do we get right to this? Right here, point? man.
0: Let's talk about it. Let's let's share. Let's The enlighten. Big
1: Bang. I just plopped here. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> like a like a genie. Period. Um I got here. I got here uh, through trial, error. <laughs> I got to this point where I met from ignorance and confidence, right? I uh, I feel like you gotta have both in order to be uh strong. Hell yeah. Human, right? You got to have a certain level of ignorance and a certain level of confidence. Um, mm. Born and raised in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, I'm from East Nashville. I've lived all over Nashville, really. You know, from Gallatin to uh, Goodlettsville to Madison, you know. I lived all over Nashville. Everywhere. But, <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? But Eastside is really my home. Um, and also where recycle and reinvest, that's what we... Um, our office is and where we do a a large amount of our work. Um, And, you know, before, you know, I was a CEO and an artist. And I'm always going to be, I'm just a child of God, you know, growing up in East Nashville, growing up, you know, in a single parent home. My father, you know, he died when I was like 13. So like we were aware and knew each other, but I I wouldn't say I had a strong relationship with him. Um, Growing up, I say in the South, it opened my eyes to a lot of things that I feel like some of my other counterparts, maybe up north of my cousins rather, you know, probably in Chicago, you know, they probably want um, preview to, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So uh, whether that be the education system or whether that be the racism, or whether that be the, uh, you know, the lack of pride as a black person, mm-hmm. you know, I see less of that in my community from my people in the South than I do um in the in the north as compared to the north, but I feel like also it's a different it's just it's it's like that because of the civil rights movements and all the uh you know abolition you know uh all the uh civil rights movements and all the you know the roots of slavery and how that's connected to you know um The South and, you know, all these different things. The
0: South was slow, man.
1: Right. The South wasn't letting go, man.
0: Not at all. They weren't doing it. And And,
1: up North, they were moving a little bit ahead, you know, a little bit advanced, more advanced. So all All of that that contributed, you know, to what we have today. It's a totally different generation, you know what I'm saying, than what it was then. And I think that's something else that's special that I get to see. Um, living in Nashville, when I say different different generations, I'm referring to my elders, I'm referring to my mentors, I'm referring to the youth, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm able to exist in both spaces Mm -hmm. with these different generations and just how we respond to things and how we uh, rally behind certain issues, I think is very unique and special. But, you know, I got here just by way of just being involved with a family that is first my family. You know, my family is a very diverse family. Um, in my family, there's, you know, people with all different beliefs and there's all people with all different types of disciplines and practices they have, you know. And this helped mold the person that I am today, um, as well as there's all different types of music style, you know, in my family, which is super dope around I like the holidays. Oh, I okay. can't. Um, I'm coming. It's super super dope. So it's like it's like you got like you know Muslims over here. You got Rastafaris over here. You wow. got Christians over here. You got Baptists. You know Christians. You know it's all like in your family. All of my family. That's super cool. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's everybody's cool. Everybody's able. To, everybody's cool. Everybody's able to flow. But I but you know there's um it's almost like a, our frequency is love. Right. That's what we meet common ground.
0: Our frequency yeah. is love.
1: <laughs> I grew up in a family where it's like we got all types, you know, and then we got some people that's not spiritual at all. They living by the, the laws of the streets. You know what I'm saying? Like, like literally, you know, I got family was like literally uh, uh, the streets is their nine to five. You get what I'm saying? They have no thoughts or ideas, you know, on how to do anything else or do anything that is isolating that area. Of their life. So and they're also wise to their own, you know, they're also wise to their own extent. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like just having all these different experiences, you know what I'm saying? And also, you know, getting incarcerated when I was young. Um, once my, once my father, I feel like left uh, you know, this earth, and I was, you know, in a position to where the influences that I had were not, you know, the best. I feel like, um, I feel like that inspired me to do other things. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, after, like I said, experiencing that and seeing that and getting out at 22, um, I feel like going through that, it kind of, you know, also like um had a like a pair. I think it's called like a paradigm shift, like a a conscious shift. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like my mind just completely altered, you know what I'm saying? Like my um approach to life just completely was once shattered, you know what I'm saying? You know, just experiencing that. And once I come out of position, I'm a little bit more fragile to put myself together. Um, And putting Mm -hmm. myself together is what gave me the strength that you see today, you know? So, yeah, that's who I am. I'm a child of God, and I'm a person who's been, you know, uh, living in the South with a very diverse family and just engaging myself and being curious, you know what I'm saying, to... Either learn more or be better, you know? Hell and yeah. not and not, you know, and not be a victim of my situations.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Our frequency is love, baby.
1: <laughs> yes. Keep the frequency. If <laughs> keep the frequency love. You feel me? Cause if it ain't love, you know, then move around. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because like, we only got one life. I feel like, and we don't we only got one life and we only have Every day we wake up, this is our first time, this is our first day, and this is the first chance. You know, when I met you, I didn't have a chance to rehearse that. You get what I'm saying? What we're doing today, we didn't have a moment to rehearse this. This is the first time, this is the first day, this is the first try. (laughs) And it's like, we wake up every day like that, and people expect you to just get it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, bam, this is my first day on the job. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I blow up the building, that's what we got insurance for. Wow. it's my first day. I yeah. don't know. You no, know what I'm saying? No, for real, for yeah. real.
0: Like, start over, man. hmm Start over every time. Mm-hmm. Every time until you get it. Yeah. Until whatever that is. Because you don't have to get anything. That's, it's this mind game of like, you got to do this, or you got to be here, you got to do that. Like, you don't see people's progress or journey when they come out the other side. They all know... We hear that all the time. You don't know what that person went through. Right. Right. And that's why you don't judge a book by its cover. That's why when you see somebody who's famous or somebody that's laying on the the street corner, like, you don't know at all the difference. They could be the exact same story, right? Big facts, Big facts. (laughs) And you were were incarcerated for how long?
1: I did six years, nine months, uh, number of hours and minutes. (laughs) Six years, nine months Six
0: years, man
1: I did long enough I did, as they said I did enough time for all of us You feel me? Like, yeah, it was It was, I felt every day Because I got, like I said I got locked up when I was like a juvenile I got locked up as a juvenile And I got charged as an adult You get what I'm saying? So that's like a different level of How did that happen? Punishment
0: How did that happen?
1: Man, it just happened, you know uh, Naturally, I would say (laughs) (laughs) Organically (laughs) I was Honestly, uh, but it happened and it happened organically. (laughs) What I mean by that for people watching, I mean, it happened. um, I was in the alignment of criminality. You know, I was in alignment and I was around uh, other people who were um, underserved, under resourced. Mm. Um, Other people who were dealing with mental health issues and not able to recognize them and what they are. And as I'm engaging in this crowd, you know, I had got the idea to, you know, well, I, I got the idea to let's go rob a place, but it really stemmed from uh, gang banging, you know, when I was coming up. That's really what it stemmed from. So like, we didn't just rob a place just to rob a place. We was just gang banging. You get what I'm saying? And when you in when you in that that field, um, it comes with certain commitments that you have to follow through on. And during at that time, uh, as I made my commitment, stupid commitment, right? Mm. To um, be the best and the baddest that I could be, you know, and the, really the most, uh, you know, how can you be the the most...
0: Respected?
1: <sighs> no, not necessarily respected, but how can you be the most... Uh, Intimidating. You know what I'm was saying? Is that like was a
0: that, defense mechanism, you think? Like a was protection?
1: Like, it was a it was definitely a defense mechanism, but it's also a survival tactic. Mm. You know, this field that these young kids are in, which is why I'm so passionate about the work that I do. Because when you grow up, like I said, when you grow up without the father, when you grow up without the, when you remove the father from the home, you remove the structure and the order that was once placed. Mm. Right? Mom has a certain structure and order, but that's not the same reinforcement that comes when a man is in the play right with the family and I didn't have that And if I did have that it wasn't the um best example so you know how did we get to the point of actually you know robbing this pawn shop and uh stealing like 32 handguns we still like two thousand dollars and uh, I ended up shooting the uh, owner of the place because he had a gun. Only reason I shot because he had a gun. He was reaching and I, you know, I was like, damn, it's either me or you. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately. <sighs> uh, yeah. But it, it when, you in that specific, when you in that specific territory, it comes with a level of um, survival, right? That you have to be able to tap into immediately. Wow. So um, did that. And... Uh, end up getting caught Uh, and then when I got caught what gave me the time that I got I was already committing crimes before I got caught for that crime so they ran my fingerprints and me being stupid you know what I'm saying I didn't wear fingerprints when I was doing the other crimes so what happens is you get um, charges added on to your caseload and that's what gave me the time because originally I was looking at 30 years Right, they was gonna give me 30 years and they wanted me to sign for 30 years. So they stayed at 30 years for like a few court dates then they went down to 15. They stayed there at a few court dates. And we kept pushing it off, cause I'm young. So they think like, oh, he's stupid. He'll sign for anything. And a lot of people were. A lot of kids signed their life away for 40 years, 30 years. Like they signing this shit away. And that's scary, but at the same time. It's like, man, you never know what you do to you in that position. Like honestly, and to be in that position under 25 before your frontal lobe is even developed and you're fully a, you're more aware of your value in the position that you play in life, you know, that's even more detrimental. Wow. You know, so I went in at an age where it was like, you know, monkey see, monkey do. Right. And I was monkey see and monkey do. And when monkey see, monkey do, do dumb things, you get the you get the consequences that come with that, and you know I learned as when I put myself in that position, you know it was it was like I was like, damn, well, you know you want to be a gangster, here you go, you know what I'm saying, so it's like then that switches on, but after a while after so much stuff happens, you get to the point where your soul becomes dehydrated, you get to a point where your mind becomes like like just racked with paranoia, anxiety, right, or just like. You're not seeing things in a in a um proper perspective. You're seeing things in a savage perspective. Skewed, yeah. In a skewed perspective, right? Thank you for that word. Appreciate it. In a skewed perspective. So it's like it, you know, there's a song, uh, and since you're a music person, you know what I'm saying? You could play this, I don't know. If you're able to play this song, you know, because you got copyrights and all these things. Oh, man. You but, you know, know ESTG, yeah. one of my favorite <laughs> artists. Uh, he's one of my favorite, like, they call it toxic. This is a word called toxic. He's one of my most favorite toxic artists, along with Future. Um, you know, they have, he said of a, a, a bar, he was like, all that savage, all that going savage in the pen, Turn my turn my guy out. You know what I'm saying? Turn his mind out. Mm. And people don't understand when you living in a certain state of toxicity and unhealthy boundaries and a poor environment where people are not contributing to the best version of you or not able to reciprocate in a way that is deserving, you're going to, you know, mentally, it's going to turn you out inside before it turns you out outside. And turn you out is like a term, an umbrella term that I'm using right now to like represent or like speak on um, not being in alignment, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and I think that's important. So like a lot of these young kids, you know what I'm saying? They're not in their proper alignment, right? They're not in their, uh, they don't understand, you know, they don't have understanding or they don't have knowledge of self. And, and having knowledge of self is what brought me to this place I at as well. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> understanding myself first, understanding who God is to me and what that how that empowers me and how I should communicate that. Um and also how I should represent that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So yes, all I of do. that is like uh super important and, and has I, I would say contribute to the positive change that we see today. Um yeah yeah, yeah. reflection. Right reflection Rastor and Ra what <laughs> Rastor and uh what is it? Rastor roster, Restore, and uh, Repurpose. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rastor R A S. I don't know what that came with my head, but
0: it was <laughs> big when you said
1: it. Big Rastor I love it. Indeed. Oh, well, you? Restoring the earth and the people. Yeah. That's you're a
0: Rastafarian. Seen. Seen.
1: That means yes in patois.
0: It's way black. Yes,
1: or seen. Mm. Be seen and heard.
0: That's beautiful, man. <laughs> You so how did that transition happen from that mindset where Mm -hmm. you chose a different path? Mm -hmm. Because you were six years in a in a place that could have broke you. And you said toxicity and unhealthy boundaries, and being a product of that environment, but also being a product of the environment before you got there. Mm -hmm. And then how it almost took away half of your life man and that you didn't sign those papers how did you even know not to how did you know did your lawyer tell you like hey wait longer wait longer or did you have other help like how did you know that you could get less
1: i didn't i didn't know i could get less
0: were you are you were you at that moment believing in god was it no. no
1: no it wasn't even an act of faith it was just a moment of Can I curse in this podcast? Hell yeah. Okay. It was just a moment (laughs) of like, I stopped giving a fuck about life. Yeah. So I felt like if I'm not going to sign my death certificate, but you can come kill me. That's how I felt. So I, I just kept riding it out. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, and I'm speaking metaphorically, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like the way that prison is set up, it's set up for you to crash out. It's set up for you to lose yourself and lose your mind, lose your soul. Right, and I felt like mm. that's, at that time, that's what I did. I became immersed into, you know, the idea of what it means to be a thug or a gangster. Right, so I'm not saying like I started to enjoy prison. That's not what I'm saying. But I just started to like stop caring. It was like stop giving a fuck. Stop giving a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Because it was like either if if either way, I'm going to be locked up. You know what I'm saying? We-
0: you were freeing your mind. You were freeing yourself of the stress and the anxiety because what else are you what do what else are they gonna take from you, man? Like right. what else do you have left but to trust yourself, trust that there is a plan. If your heart is pure, which it sounds like little by little, it went to the end, though. But you were I you were you were I was myself though. Yeah, to feel like right that question like man, real fucking gangster, real real gangster we got here. Right. Because your life flashed in front of your eyes. Right. And. Yeah, that transition, because who you are today, who I know, like that's your your soul is the same. It's still you. And this earthly place, we make decisions based on the best stuff we have at, at hand Thanks. with the people that <sighs> do guide us or don't mm-hmm. and are around us. We learn from them.
1: Thanks. Facts. And Thanks.
0: the cycle repeats itself unless you fight to get out of it, unless you have a moment where you you let go.
1: Let go and focus on, I started to focus on what I could control. So what I could, couldn't control yes. how much time they're going to give me, but I could control how I respond to when my lawyer is calling me down or when my, you know, I'm going to these court dates. Or if I, I could, could control, control me. So What's I just control. felt like at that time, like, you know what? I ain't gonna sign for shit. I'm gonna <laughs> just wait it out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> for real, I'm just wait it out because it's like, what, what's the worst that could happen? And you know what I'm saying? Like at that time, I was just so like, man, fuck it, I'm here. Fuck it, let's, man, fuck it, I'm here. Jesus, take the wheel. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Halle Selassie, I take the wheel. You know what I'm saying? Big Rastafari. So, so, you know, I feel like, but at that time, it was more me stepping into thinking about what can you control and what matters most to you in this moment? And mm. what I could control and what mattered to me at that moment was, you know, what matters to me most is I don't want to lose me. Hell yeah. you know I didn't yeah. lost a lot of people. I didn't I didn't lost a lot of things. I have lost access to freedom and opportunities to improve myself for others, but what I cannot mm-hmm. lose. It's I and I. Yes. It's I. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I had to under, I, had to, I, I started to grow more into that and focus more on, all right, what can I control? What can I control? Um, what can get better? You know, uh, what do I have access to? Yes. What opportunities can I create? What opportunities can I create? Yes. Right? Um, And I just started putting more focus on that um, in that time. Yeah. So, and and as that went by, like I said, I ended up by the grace of God, receiving, you know, doing 12, signing for an idea sign, but I ended up signing for a 12. Mm. I got 12 years. It went from 30, 15 to 12. Um, If I, cause if I, if I didn't sign the 12, it would have went to trial and I would have had to get 30 years. Right. So once they told me, well, if you don't take this, the next court date is trial and, and you ain't going to beat the kid. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, all right, 12, 12 better than the 30. You know what I'm saying? Damn. But really I was, I still end up, I, I feel, I feel like, like I'm still, still serving time because I still don't have opportunities and access to certain things. And if I do, it's like the runaround. It's mm. like, man, I've this, I've, I'm a whole new person. You get what I'm saying? Like I'm not, man, I'm none of that shit that I was just telling you about. You get what I'm saying? Like I'm none of that person of, uh, I'm none of that. You know, I only use the word, you know, gangster thug, and I use those words to put it in the proper perspective. But like, I don't even see myself in that line. I see myself as a god, you know, so a general. You get what I'm saying? So it's like for I and I, it's like, um, and I'm only speaking with on this with you because it's like this is the.
0: These guys are Whoa. yelling out here, yo. <laughs> indeed,
1: indeed. <laughs> I thought we was on a college campus dang, for a dude. minute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we heard that, but you were. Uh, I was appreciating you getting loud. I'm like, dang. So
1: <laughs> you feel me? So I feel like uh, it's important that we understand when we're putting these things in perspectives and we're revisiting some of that old energy, we have to also understand that we're also summoning you get what i'm saying things mm. so i don't want to never put out the negative that i did without bringing out the positive mm. in the in the universe right cuz that matters right right we we're talking um, about that like mm-hmm. right cuz that's, that's, that's like, a that's a the dark, yin
0: and yang man right
1: and it's a dark space to talk about and it also people don't know the words that you say summon you know the yes. the things that you think summon Yes. you get what i'm saying it's, you may not you, you may think, think it's small but your brain doesn't know that right you get what I'm saying? And if your brain doesn't know that you're planting
0: seeds, man. You're planting
1: seeds. So I, I always try to make sure that I, you know, bring the balance as we go into speaking on the abundance of what life is really yes, about.
0: The balance in the work that you do in Nashville, Tennessee. The work you do here, a lot of it is with the youth. Mhm. And that's the future of tomorrow. That's our future. And what you're doing is so important with, and what you said with how your perspective change or your, your message of what can I do? What, what do I have control over? How can I respond? What materials do I have or don't have? What do I need to go out there and get mm-hmm. and start making moves towards that? And yeah, tell me more, tell, tell them about. Recycle Reinvest, b for l all the things.
1: Right. I think before we hop to that, I got to speak on uh, what lifestyle changes did I make before yes. I got to the.
0: Excellent idea.
1: Career changes, right? Mm. Um, give thanks to God. I haven't worked like a job not in my alignment in almost three to four years. Yeah, that
0: feels good.
1: You know, Same. it's a blessing because. It's a blessing. Man, that pandemic. <sighs>
0: oh, yeah. B.I.P.I. What time?
1: <laughs> Right. Um, But the lifestyle changes that I started to make I started becoming more conscious and intentional Because we're talking about sustainability And sustainability is the root of a lot of things If not everything Um, I started to be more conscious and intentional As opposed to deconstructive and spiteful um, I also started to change my crowd that I hung out with and started to hang around more people I could learn from. There was a time where I hung around people that I could um relate to because of my trauma. And it's like it was a lot of trauma bonding. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of okay, you do this and you do such and you know such and such, I'm going to be cool with you because we relate on that level. That was bullshit. You know what I'm saying? That was bullshit. That was a, it was the relationship taught me a lot, but it was bullshit, mm-hmm. bro. You get what I'm saying? It's like that's not healthy. That's not you know that's really not healthy. But
0: you're like when you're in it, you're in it. You know? Oh like, yeah, I'm you're loyal like, to the. Oh, I'm yeah. loyal to a
1: fault. Right.
0: <laughs> this sucks, and that person is. I'm a victim. I'm a victim. Right. We all commiserate together. That's a part of the journey. If mm-hmm. if you if you're willing to see outside of that. Because you're speaking that into existence, you're you're reaffirming it every single time. You're just p- nailing yourself to a cross, man.
1: Big facts, big and facts.
0: That 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 switch it takes time. It takes mm-hmm. time because it doesn't feel good at first, right? And people don't like that. You're gonna be the positive one. You can get the fuck out.
1: <laughs> I used to get I used I, I used to get picked on. I used to get picked on like for being positive. It was weird as Damn. fuck in my. They tr- they be like, oh, you you about to read. You got to read Michael Max, ain't you? You about to be a, you about to be a, you about to be black pride, black pound, ain't you? Damn, you want to help the people, help the world looking at him. Up. And it's like, yeah, black bro. people will fry you about man. everything, bro. Like, you can't, bruh. Man, black people are hard on us. We are mm. hard on ourselves. And it was, at the moment, I was like, I, I, I took it because that's, that's our culture. But it's like, also like, it was, I started to distance myself from those people. You get what I'm saying? Because like, you don't understand who I'm growing into anymore. Nor do you not understand it. You're not even able to... You're not in a space to receive mm-hmm. who I'm becoming. Yes. So I need to remove myself from you, right? Um, I also started to eat different. I stopped eating chicken first. No, I stopped eating bacon first. Mm. I love bacon. That was the hardest yeah, one. Yeah, me too, um, man. <laughs> and then I, I stopped eating Why chicken. Why bacon first,
0: though? Why bacon first?
1: Um, Is that the I, I stopped pork eating, thing? Yeah. Pork I, I was highly... so. My journey into knowledge itself didn't start with Rastafari. It really started with learning about just a bunch of different walks of life. A bunch of them. Expand. Uh, Do expand, sir. FOI. FOI, the Muslim brothers. Like, I really, really admired how their discipline that they have in their community. I really admired how their uh, proficiency. You know, you know, to get things done collectively. Mm. Um, I really admired how the black men that are a part of FOI, how they took care of their families and how they, you know, trained themselves up as a, you know, you know, just to be prepared for anything. Wow, like that was like I never saw that. You mm. know, and if I did see that, it wasn't nothing like that. You get wow. what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's like yeah. to see that it was like, and to be able to see them in undesirable places like the trenches and the projects, you know what I'm saying? That inspired me. It was like, whoa, man, these Muslim brothers are going to the worst areas and preaching about God. And people are going for it. It was like, this is dope. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, because it was, it was like, it, it still had an element of militancy. It still had a level of compassion. It still had a level of love. It still had a level of um it still had a level of human. You know what I'm saying? And also they put emphasis on about eating healthy. Never met, never ever met a group of people who was that focused. Food conscious,
0: yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and focus, man. Yeah. Um, on everything.
1: Everything. Wow. You get what I'm saying? And like, um, they were they were like just focusing on all nine areas of human social Every activity. Every aspect, man. From law, sex, uh, Politics, um, education. Um, Were they,
0: like, cohesive? Like, they're cohesive, too. You th- like, you think their communication with one another is super open? Like, are they are they vulnerable it's, people?
1: I, I would say, from what I've witnessed, the Muslim community are very cohesive together as Muslims,
0: mm-hmm.
1: not as the people in the world, right? Mm-hmm. That, and that's—so that's stepping into, like, separatism. That's something yeah. that's I started to see. Also, you know, but— Their level of separatism is like a needed thing, but also it's like a, it can rub some people the wrong way, depending on your understanding of unity, right? And their understanding of unity is, uh, you know, we could be unified, but we don't have to always be together, right? And I love that because they preach a do-for-self message. And I think depending on how you're coming up, Instead of not being that victim, and depending on what community you're coming from, not being that victim or or pulling the victim card, but more so taking your losses and figuring out how to be empowered by them. Mm.
0: That is something
1: that, you know, the FOI Brotherhood shows. Now, I never pledged and I never became a Muslim, but that was one way of life that I was
0: uh, attracted to
1: to and I wanted to learn more about. It made you not eat
0: bacon anymore.
1: It made me not eat bacon. You know what I'm saying? My, my, my Muslim brothers would be like, oh, hey, y'all, you know that swine ain't good for y'all. <laughs> I'd be like, man, I love bacon. They'd be like, man, you know, and they'll break down all the really? health benefits, but, oh, yeah. you know, but like I said, I feel like what, you know, brought me to Rastafari was the, uh, I feel like, you know, with some certain spiritual paths, they have their own definition of what it means to be a human. I don't connect to it.
0: Really?
1: I don't connect to it. That's why I became Rastafari. Oh, okay. You know You're talking I'm about saying? Muslim. Muslim, uh, Catholic. Uh, everyone has their own like rituals and practices and disciplines that help you become a better human on this world. Yes. I don't connect with every philosophy, though. Right? I only connected with Rastafari. Which is? And which is the philosophy that Selassie Alasiyah is the second coming of Christ. And I and I believe that a black man would deliver I from salvation. And that black man being ourself as well as our ancestors that were once already here that started the work that we must finish. Um, Rastafari also teaches I and I to be clean, not only in our eating, but what we consume. So our conscience are as holy or heavenly. So, no, so our temple, our body temple mm. is as holy and heavenly as we speak on or that is referenced in the holy Bible or Bible. Right. Um, And we don't look at the Bible as a sacred book. We look at the Bible as an important book of history. We rely on history, science, mathematics and uh, tradition. All of that is part of Rastafari, which, you know, and it's not Rastafari is rooted um, in ethocentric, comedic. Beliefs, I would say, but it is not. What is that? So ethocentric means it is centralized in the philosophy of Ethiopian history um, as well as religion, which is Orthodox Jews, Ethiopian Orthodox Jew. And Rastafari is rooted or ethocentric or Ethiopian Orthodox Jew. It's rooted in that belief. Ethiopian Orthodox Jew or Ethiopian Orthodox Uh, Christianity is one of the oldest Christianities that has been practiced in Africa or in Ethiopia, more so. Um, So that's why we don't disown or denounce Yahshua, Jesus Christ. But we don't refer to Yahshua as our Savior because of the narrative and the imagery has been misconstrued and manipulated for one to embrace it in a way that it upholds certain capitalistic race, racist mm. as well as uh, you know, Roman Catholic uh perspectives, I would say, put it in that pers- yeah. Yashua meaning Jesus. Seeing, cause the why, Yashua, Jesus is a term they came up with. Um, and the J and Jesus, that J didn't start, Yashua didn't become Jesus until the 15th century. Right, and that's something that Rastafari has taught I, and also we like to bring to a light, because I think we we're in a time where and we've always kind of been like if you live in America, it's kind of always been like it's just different capacities, different ways. Excuse me. but <laughs> my, we, my we stomach's live, been rumbling over man, here <laughs> We live in a we live in a, a space, a place where you know, if you don't do it like this, you're doing it wrong, and that's not sustainable.
0: That's not sustainable.
1: That's a all or none mindset. Indeed, And it took, you know, now going into B4L, Recycle, Reinvest, and how I got to that, right? Because it took all of that of the way I eat, the people I'm around, the way I'm consuming media, how I'm digesting it, how I'm putting that in perspective. All of that gave birth to first it was B4L. Bang for liberation. Bang for liberation. Um as I was coming into knowledge of self and i was and as I was coming out of you know that unhealthy space to be general um out my mind my mind started to shift on what I wanted to fight for now my mind started to shift on what I wanted to be focused on now um, a part of me didn't want to let certain parts go, but a part of me had to let Certain parts go in order to grow. So the part of me that never really left is me being uh, willing to be courageous, right? Me being willing to be courageous, me being willing to be curious, me being being willing to uh, stand firm in what I believe and um, what I think and feel about something, right? That didn't leave. Mm-hmm. What did leave is how I chose to spew that out, how I chose to, who I chose to engage with while I was doing that. That's what changed. And that's why it's bang for liberation, right? Because we still saying, you know, yes, understand yourself and be willing and be prepared to fight. But don't always look at you fighting for something as it have to be violent don't always look at you fighting for something as it have to be external you know the fight that we have is not you know it's not so much racial but it's more so about the principalities and law you get what i'm saying yeah. it's 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 a big spiritual war that cultivates the earth wars and that cultivates the yeah. um the segregation right yeah. but we know we can't fight racism with racism right there's no, you know, so we got to right. be able to, you know, acknowledge things, put them in the proper perspective, and then allow it to incubate. Yes. You know, allow it to take its own form. Yeah, we... And not trying to be so controlling over it, but more so trying to create a framework where you can channel it. It's, it's, a, it's yeah. a difference between being controlling and channeling. I'm not a... I'm I'm no longer a big controller. I'm more of a channeler. Mm -hmm. Right? Yes. So, like, what that means is, you know, it could be negative or positive. But, like, I always tell the youth that I work with, you know, every time that you have, there's a difference between um, confrontation and um, conversation. Confrontation and conversation, right? X um, Like, sometimes you do have to confront people. What is like, uh, It's Confrontation and like, I think it's another word I'm looking for. What's the, like, it's not like sometimes you have to address things where they're like, can be a confrontation.
0: Yeah. But sometimes. Confront? Confront. Is it the same confront, thing? Confront. Yeah, no. it is. Confrontation and confront are the same. But yeah. I feel like that's confront- the word.
1: Yeah. Because you have Oh, to, confirmation. That's what it was. So Confirmation. That's, sometimes you have to get. <laughs> Sometimes it's confirmation and sometimes it's confirmation. Confirmation is conf- or confronting something means that you need to address this and get some straightening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Conf- confirmation is when you need to get clarity, right? Let's go. And the clarity... The clarity is a conversation. The clarity doesn't always mean that it has to be confrontation. Yeah. Confrontation is sometimes needed, but it's not every conversation It's not confrontation. It may be confirmation. Ooh, you get what I'm saying? That's what I try to tell my kids that I work with is like the kids that we work with, they have a zero to 100. Yeah. Right. It's like as soon <laughs> as man, man, he posted this. Man, it's up. Man, I, man, I want to go do this. Yeah. Let's go do this. You know what I'm saying? It's like, why are y'all so quick to fight? Why are you so quick to like, like, damn, like, mm. what is the middle?
0: You know what <laughs> I'm saying? It's
1: like Breeze. some of these kids, they go from yeah. zero to Teach a thousand. Teach them how to breathe. You know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. like, damn, do you have a middle? You know what I'm saying? It's like a lot of them are like that because they're traumatized. Mm-hmm. I do that sometimes. Yes. You get what, what I'm saying? It's a trigger
0: reaction. You have to learn how to respond. Yes. You have to learn how to take that breath how to let it go in the breath and analyze it mm-hmm. and, and figure out how you want to approach that situation. But we've been pushed, we've been pushed and poked and yep. made to do. Thanks. And exactly. It's a trauma response for sure. Mm-hmm. So the, the different kids you work with, cause there's bang for liberation.
1: indeed,
0: Re- Recycle reinvest works with kids. So bang for liberation, hip hop artists are involved. It's, Artist liberation? How did you, what did you, how did you say it earlier?
1: It's a, it's a bang for liberation. Our mission is to fight for freedom without violence. We are a committee of street healers.
0: Committee of street healers, exactly. go
1: into the community or exist in creative spaces, um, to either provide, receive, or be a part of healing, um. with B4L, the whole purpose of B4L, I felt like when I came out of prison, the music had changed a lot. Right, there's a lot going on. I'm old, I guess, and I just wasn't vibing to okay. that. I'm older, yeah. That's the goal, though. The goal is Wiser. to get old. Don't don't let them fool you and trick you out your spot. The goal is to get old right. for real. Yeah. Like you fuck, you want you to die young? Like fuck out of here. We want to say, uh, Yeah,
0: we want to stay here. To, I'm going to 100.
1: For real, if <laughs> hey, Hopefully. I want to get the maximum. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Cause it's like right. hey, we're doing anyway, the most. We're I ain't doing gonna, the most. Going tangent, but uh, B4L exists because there is no that I have seen conscious street movement consistently available for the youth as well as the community that is speaking on how to be artists and also be you know, activate healing and also change the narrative of what is the norm. There is none other than B4L that I'm aware of with the, you know, uh element of street knowledge, conscious, uh, as well as um uh, legitimate street dudes from the trenches. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I don't know any. So when we came home, big up to my my partner, my brother, uh uh, Daron Alexander on Instagram, uh, man, big up, big up to Big Six, uh, that's my partner, my, my folks, man, big up to uh, Nino the Chief, man, big up to uh, anybody I don't even associate with, I ain't gonna say your name, but you know who you are, big up to you too, because all of these people, man, big up to Men IQ and Joe Boss. these men... You know, some of these men I met while I was in prison, while I was going through my shift, you know, and they know more of me from a holding perspective. They were the first ones who, when I got out and I told them I was out, they came with 200, 300, 400 dollars to say, hey, you want to do a block party? You want to be in the community? Let's do it. So that's why we have B4L. When it was times when I got locked up and I needed to be bonded out, B4L was there to bond me out. You know what I'm saying? Never had a family like that. I wasn't born with these people. You get what I'm saying? They genuinely and naturally rock with me. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? That, that, that lit a fire in me. And I was like, yo, man, what if more people had a tribe like this? You know what I'm saying? That that for me was like, you know, at the time I had no idea or understanding about community organizing. Joe Boz um, and Ron Johnson were very instrumental in me becoming the organizer that I am today. Um, for me, I just wanted to help people. You get what I'm saying? And honestly, you're like I just wanted to help black people. You get what I'm saying? Like, I didn't have the mindset of having, you know, um more room for any other people because of one, black people hurting the hardest and the most. Yeah. And I'm black. You get what I'm saying? So it's like when coming into this community organizing <laughs> world, I didn't come into the community organizing world. Uh, from no other perspective. I literally came out the streets, out the penitentiary. My family had an organization in East Nashville. I came back to the hood. It was nothing but little black children. We was feeding them breakfast in at 6 a.m. I did that for six months. You get what I'm saying? That, and after reading all these books about Fred Hampton, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, Fannie Lou Hammer, uh, uh Martin. Uh Margaret King, uh who else? Uh man, my ancestors, uh Carter G. Woodson, Frederick Douglass, you know, man, Amos Wilson. Um, uh, you know, now I'm reading all these books and to be able to come out and immediately I'm everything I just read about, I'm lit. I'm ecstatic. But <laughs> it don't stop there. No, because that's not sustainable. Right. I started to grow. And I started to see other people like, damn, it's poor white kids here too. It was like, damn, shit, it's Africans, and it was like, man, what y'all doing? Can y'all come over here and help us do that? What y'all doing? Hey man, can y'all come over? So as I started to move around the city now, and I'm doing other things, you know, we did B4L Block Party back in 2016. That was our first block. That was our first introduction. Um, came all out of pocket. You know what I'm saying? From the partners and from the partners that, that came straight from their heart. In 2018, we were able to get a grant for the same block party. Because we had proven in ourselves that, yes, this is what we want to do. But as we grew, I was like, I wanted to be recycled and reinvest. Because B4L, it's like B4L, the roots of B4L are pan-Africanism because of RBG. RBG is a movement that started in New York City by a hip hop group called Dead Prez. Dead Prez brought health and wellness as an element to hip hop, and it changed the whole world. It changed the whole world at first. When you
0: use music as mm-hmm. a vehicle; mm-hmm. it changes the masses mm-hmm. when it comes from the heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't mean to stop you, but like that. I
1: agree. The music yeah. aspect
0: of it too. That's just, that is a connection for us because we're both artists and the message is all about the message. Facts. And, Facts. and what we choose to do with it. So you're taking your message that you learned, you were expanding it and people were catching on and the music was healing and things were happening and things are happening.
1: Facts. And and you know, like I said, it was started out, you know, what started out in uh with B four L and with the R B G movement. Going forward, with that, it grew into recycle and reinvest because, excuse that, my vision of how I saw myself and the impact in the community we make grew past racial, like a it grew past like me seeing now race is important. Don't get it wrong. Race is only important because they make it important. Yeah, race is only important <laughs> is because they do things to hide it. If it wasn't, in, if it, if it, if if the society they do things like critical race theory. You can't teach certain things in school. It's like how you how can a child go to Ida B Wells not learn about Ida B Wells? Wow, what man? What? <laughs> so it's like race is only important because y'all do certain things that make it important. Yeah. So for I, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I have to, I feel, I don't have to do nothing, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's my responsibility and my duty, you know what I'm saying? To, since I came from what I came from, and since I have the roots that I have, it's my responsibility to either continue and perpetuate the violence in that narrative of false falsehood, you know what I'm saying? Because the media honestly puts strong emphasis and hyper focus on the negative in our community as opposed to the positive. They do that intentionally, right? Right. So I have to be, when I'm on these cameras, when I'm in these spaces, I need to have to be intentionally Black. But being intentionally Black, is not about being rude. It's not about being violent. It's not about uh, Being confused yeah, man. It's being authentically myself In every space that I go in You get what I'm saying I do. So it's nothing extra But it's more so It's more intentional right. right Because of like I said What I've been through And what I've come from These are important to me Because the people And the young kids That's looking up to me They going through The exact same thing That I went through If not worse sure. You get what I'm saying So yeah. it's like There's no way I, mean, I, I can, can just, just forget A certain part of me That is a part of me. Yeah. Whether I want to be conscious right. of it or not. Right. And you know,
0: we all can be proud of ourselves. We can yes. all be proud of our ancestry. Yes. We can. But what you're saying, and what I what I completely agree with or understand as well, is that when we avoid the truth.
1: Mm. Man, you already going off from a great start.
0: We can't build. Yes. And, that, and if,
1: if, if we're not building from power, we're building from pity. I don't want you to have pity over me, what I've been through. Or
0: shame. Or, or guilt. Shame. Because right. we need to come through and see it for what it is, what has happened, where we at now, and come from love.
1: And don't be stuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like we was talking about generations before this, you know, aired. And I was talking about how, like, you know, the reason we have the responses that we do now is because the generation is different. And you like the approach and how they attack us in media is completely different. Um, but that's a generational thing. Right. Because a certain generation, they're more passive. They're more cool, calm, collective. We're like, no, this ain't uh, fine. This ain't fine. Hold up. <laughs> that's not cool.
0: We're not going to we're know. not going to hang out and uh, watch and
1: this go on for sure. I appreciate that. You get what I'm saying? Because like, I'm a person like I'm not stuck in one place. No, no definitely not. But I'm not. Just going to ease on over it like it don't exist. No, 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 no. I'm cool with confrontation and confirmation. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So we need to be able to be in a space where we can build from power. And receive,
0: right? Receive yes. the information or the, the fee, like any of it. Just receive it and be able to let it go. There's so many themes that have been happening in these conversations. And I'm I'm understanding my place in it more with every person I meet and every story I hear. It it shows me where I'm where I'm supposed to be in this. Mm-hmm. So if we don't have the conversations, if we don't confront the things, if we don't share the knowledge, then we don't know who we are.
1: Share the share the knowledge and collaborate on what you have access with.
0: What what he said, the things, the projects that you're doing are. Taking whatever is available Mm -hmm. and pushing the envelope a little bit more. Facts, and that's how we make progressive impact. Facts, and with children, they are the ones. They are the ones that are going to save themselves.
1: (laughs) In fact, you do because, (laughs) like, like, what you learn when you get older, nobody's going to come save you. (laughs) That's the harsh reality we all get when we get older. Like, you know, damn, right. Nobody's going to fix my teeth. Damn. I got to go so fix my own chicken some, noodle soup. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Send me
0: some money. Oh, they're not paying that bill. Okay. Man,
1: right? You know what I'm saying? Like, no more allowances. You create your own salary. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah,
0: you choose, man. You choose. And how you want to fill that cup?
1: And there's power in that too, though. You know what I'm saying? I think sometimes when you have so many things coming at you in life, you become to feel powerless. And you don't see that empowerment you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, Amen. And we we got to always put things in the right perspective. So, and which also brings me to, you know, you asked about B4R and no, all Black Blood. Black Blood came about um because I was meeting so many great people and I was growing as an individual. Uh but I couldn't share this experience with people. Mhm. That was my issue.
0: And that's your podcast. Share that. Yes. Black Blood Voices, Black but spelled, how is it spelled again?
1: B-L-K-B-L-O-O-D. Black Blood Voices Season 1 is out now. Please go check it out. Available on www.roshjafijuda.com or SoundCloud. You can get the first season for free. The second season, I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Teaser. <laughs> man, there's, yeah. we, it, this has been a joy. And I am so happy that this finally came into fruition. Me too. We've been and and the patience that we both have, I think that's such a beautiful thing when you really accept one another and know each other's hearts, you have less expectation of one another. Like flow is real because you're allowing things to just happen naturally Facts. and beautifully and having trust and faith that it will happen, right? Because in your heart, you're continuing, but you know I want to do that. I said I'm going to do that and I'm moving towards it. We're moving towards it. Thanks. And then you know, me waking up one day and being like, all right, making this happen. This is happening. Like there was a moment I had frustration, you know, I hadn't put out any podcasts in since January. So it's been six months mm. and just about, and I could have got really upset. I could have, and, and I did, there were moments where I felt like I should be putting something out and I'm going to lose momentum and it's going to destroy everything. But that's not the truth. The truth is I was needing space and time and I needed to learn and grow myself. Facts. Mm, and have more of a relationship with you. We have this beautiful fundraiser that we're gonna speak at this weekend. Deep Big up Deep Culture. Big up to
1: Deep Tropics. Big up to the Earth Guardians.
0: Yeah, we're gonna be, we're gonna be working together again. Deep
1: culture. Big up to be deep culture.
0: And it's like
1: I'm excited. Man, I'm so pumped. Last year I had a ball <laughs> at Deep Tropics Festival. Man, it was wild. <laughs> like yeah, I have yeah. never seen that many colors sober. Right.
0: And, okay. Let's go. No,
1: but I've never seen like, you know, colors okay. as in like. Yeah. We were speaking about racial stuff. Comes, <laughs> Wait, colorful this colorful
0: art. It's an yes. art, culture, consciousness, community. And that's what we're going to be at this fundraiser deep culture EDM about. EDM vibes. EDM uh, vibes. Very and...
1: earthy. Very light. Um. Uh,
0: Dance music man we're celebrating we're we're doing a yes. spiritual dance together out in Bicentennial park so, to like a Bonnaroo. yeah, but more it's it's smaller're well, i'm gonna yeah. link all that i'm gonna link that to to these videos to these episodes, but in closing man, um you are one of the coolest people I've met ever <laughs> and, and that being that, and being saying that means that like you um you've come from a place that could have really, really took you somewhere else. Indeed. And I, when I say someone is cool or like, you know, I love them is because I see your spirit and how much you've grown and evolved and what you're doing in the community is seen. And it's seen by us. It's seen by you and God. Like, and that's enough. That's enough for me at least. right? Right. Because, We got a whole list of shit we could be doing and that we need to do. And that's not the focus. Right. The focus is what can we do with what we've got. That's what I've gotten out of your words.
1: Indeed. And And also, you know, I I receive all those words, but I also have them for you as well. Like, (laughs) like, I really love your leadership. Seriously. I seriously love your leadership. And I love how you're able to uh, flow strongly in your alignment. Thank you. I think that, you know, when we are, uh, when we are like radical humans, right? When we're like authentically ourselves and whatever space we're in, especially like when you're like in your hot box zone, you know mm. what I'm saying? Like for real, like I I, I truly That's
0: a chat, by the way. <laughs>
1: enjoy when um, I'm able to, you know, not be around fluff, not be around bullshit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I like, I, I cherish that. It's real. Right. Because I know. You know, at the end of the day, when we engage and when we do something, like we're not doing this because or we're not engaging with you it doesn't matter if we're engaging with you on a conversation a phone call like it's no level of engaging with you on us on uh. Unpurposeful, like bullshit. Superficial. Level. Superficial. That's a good word. It's no, I don't, I don't like that. So, and, and not everybody's going to be your, your round or your dog, you know, that's not the purpose of every human. You know what I'm saying? Every human.
0: Right. Cause we can be an example too. We can right. be that example. We could be that inspiration for somebody else, but for real. Yeah. You are
1: the energy around for sure. Big facts. And I appreciate that. Man. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, this is dope. Thank Y'all you. Go tap Thank in. you so much, dude. Everything. Black blood voices. Recycle. Reinvest. B4L. Uh, so much more ahead. Go get my first book, Black Blood, Volume One, from uh prison to prayer through poetry. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, be on I the lookout for my next book, Earth Day in the Hood. It's a children's book to teach them about sustainability. <laughs> my guy.
0: Oh my goodness. Yeah. All of that, and um, I'm gonna need copies of these books. Um, for sure. I think we talked about this already, but like, hey,
1: um, I want to do uh, some type of. Uh, Like reading or something
0: That would know. be cool Okay There's all sorts of ideas Popping up right now Come on now Instagram Has been like Kind of this weird place For CRZ <laughs> For me maybe Like figuring out What the content is I've been enjoying Making F reels It's algorithms. fun <laughs> But I thought about Just reading From books on Instagram
1: Hey You know what though That's like I think that's dope You know what I'm saying I really do
0: like, some, like I'm reading yeah. books that are kind of heavy, like the cast by Isabel Wilkerson, How to Be an Anti-Racist, White Fragility. Like,
1: that's a good book. White Fragility? I gave that a one to good book.
0: Red's husband, That's actually. a very
1: good book. And uh, big up to Molly. Molly. Uh, man, what's
0: her name? Molly.
1: You got... Yeah, we'll come back to the next show now. <laughs> yeah. All
0: right, listen. peace and love, brother. A we book. can... We can only save the planet, love the planet, if we love each other. And if we want to love each other, we have to first love ourselves. So this is going to be the first of men. Well, this is this is the continuation of CRZ. I'm back and it's going to come when it's going to come, baby. It's going to flow when it's going to flow. Creativity and inspiration. Money, all those things. So <laughs> you want to donate, let me know. Big thanks, Big thanks.
1: <laughs> Go donate.
0: Love y'all. Thank you for being here. This has been amazing. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to Critical Root Zone. If you'd like to reach out, email us at criticalrootzone at gmail.com.